All right. Episode three of Trade Talk with L.A. Aco. So today we're going to be covering PG&E. I initiated coverage on PG&E in October 28th uh, because uh, they were having they were being subject to lawsuit and uh, currently in a bankruptcy due to fires, uh, forest fires stemming from 2017, 2018 and 2019 uh, in California. So PG&E is a gas and utility company based out of San Francisco. It services the greater Los Angeles area for um, power and uh, natural gas. The situation that's been happening with PG&E is that their equipment is old and they've been getting <laughs> they've been getting a pass from governors and state officials to not have to update it until 2017 where a campfire that uh was started because of a faulty transmission tower so electricity transmission tower caught fire and spread along uh, the hills and the canyons of California. Uh, this is probably in that, whole, well, not probably, this is in that Hollywood Hills area, in that valley area, for those of you who are somewhat familiar with California, and hopefully some of, the, some of you who may have a slight inclination of what it is in California, the lay of the land. Anyhow, Due to the non-modernization of equipment and uh, the state government allowing people to live in <laughs> these hills that have are that are very restrictive to get aid to this is uh, water aid, first aid, ambulance aid. Uh, you are running into a problem where insurance companies are trying to decline claims and putting all the onus on PG and E. However. The problem is the government, state government, was zoning those areas to be livable areas for uh, people and their homes and saying that those homes could receive homeowners insurance. Now, fast forward into 2019, especially after the 2017 fires, which were very devastating over 1500 acres. Insurance companies are saying that they will no longer insure people's homes and uh, which is crazy. And. The government is on PG&E's ass because uh, PG&E was subject to more than $30 billion in claims. Uh, that is $30 billion in damages claims and $30 billion in liability claims for burned down structures that people are trying to collect on. So this is the current status. Last December, PG&E stock went from about 50 something dollars all the way down to uh, $3, $2, right? PG&E went into uh, Chapter 11 to reorganize. Hey, that's that word again, Chapter 11, as Dean Foods was. Came out of Chapter 11 and um, operated and got the stock to rise back up into the 20s. Now the stock is back down to the 7s uh, and getting its ass kicked once more because there's a, more fires happening and PG&E has not settled old claims. So what do I like about this and why am I even talking about the matter? What I like about PG&E is that it is a great short position. I think this company will be bankrupt or will be put out of uh, or will be broken up and um, 
taken over by the state government. Uh, the govern governor of California, uh, Mr. Newsom or Governor Newsom, um, is telling PG&E that they have three options. They can either emerge from bankruptcy by June of 2020 so they can get some of California's aid package to help them pay off their debts and their liabilities. They can uh, update their equipment or uh, they can become nationalized by the state government. You see, the problem here for PG&E is that they do not want to sell their business. Their business is very lucrative. PG&E is the biggest landowner in California. Most people don't know that. Now, why would a company who they do have assets that are worth more than their claims? The problem is, well, not the problem is their their issue is they don't want to pay all of those claims. It's not so much that people are trying to duck wanting to pay um, their creditors. It's that the creditors hold all the power when you come into a bankruptcy, especially the creditors that own your secured debt. And we have a uh, we're in a position where the creditors that own the secured debt are trying to take over PG&E because they know what the value of PG&E is. And PG&E is in a dire situation because 2017 and 2018 are the years that got them into bankruptcy. 2019 is a new year that more fires are happening. So they don't even know where to begin. Well, not to say they don't know where to begin, but they don't even know where they're going to land and end after paying off the claims of 17 and 18, and you have a bunch of new claims in 19. The creditors for 17 and 18 are being told by the bankruptcy judge that you should go into mediation with PG&E and you guys should figure out a resolution. The creditors are like, there is no resolution. Our resolution is $13.5 billion um, is what it's going, it's what we are offering to get this situation, is what we are willing to offer other shareholders, these are stock shareholders, to get this situation done, get us ownership of this whole situation if PG, PG&E cannot pay us um, the full float of what we want. And the full float is the $30 billion. So you run into an issue where, and I keep saying that a lot, <laughs> it's funny, but, you know, again, this is being done on a stream of conscience, consciousness, but you run into this issue where the creditors have all the power. They got them by the balls. Then you have another problem where the state of San, uh, not the state of San Francisco, the city of San Francisco is trying to buy PG&E all at the same time. Again, PG&E is a publicly traded company, but it is a private entity operating gas and electric in greater Los Angeles area all the way up into San Francisco. PG&E doesn't want to want to sell or divest of its assets, but they're in this peculiar position. So what did PG&E do? They said, hey, creditors uh, and, and shareholders, we will pay you that same matching $13.5 million if you take our offer. However, they can't do that unless the biggest creditors, which are two hedge funds, that's not, it's not even two hedge funds, it's PIMCO and a hedge fund, excuse me. PIMCO is one of the uh, nation's biggest bond funds. They can't make that happen unless PIMCO and the hedge fund agree to it. Now, why does PIMCO and this hedge fund have this power? 
it's what I go back to and talk about all the time when I'm trading is that I like hedges and bonds and I like hedges. I like hedges and bonds and, and buying stock. Sometimes I hedge the bonds and, and short the stock. It all depends. But the bonds are the controlling interest in any company. Those who control most of the bonds are the ones who get a say-so whenever a company has things that they want to do. So in this particular case, you have PIMCO and the hedge fund owning a significant amount of bonds, putting the pressure on PG&E. And this is what some people call disaster capitalism. It's people getting benefits from someone else's misery. However, this is going to happen anyway. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, insurance companies don't even want to pay the claims because they're saying this isn't our fault. This is PG&E's fault. And PG&E is not some old lady who ran into your uh, into your Rolls Royce and her Honda or in the case of uh, Tracy Morgan, the Honda that hit the Bugatti. No, this is a case where PG&E's got just as much money as we do and they can settle that claim. It's their faulty stuff. We have proof that they've had six gas and electric fires in the past, what, 10 to 15 years, and they've actually been held liable for those fires. They've been through two bankruptcies. The company is being mismanaged, so insurance companies ain't paying. The governor doesn't want to hear that PG&E doesn't want to pay the claims because they're like, nope, you guys have admitted to your faulty equipment, and you got to take care of it. So there's not much room for PG&E to play its hand here, right? And that's how I know that you're probably headed towards a bankruptcy or even if you're headed towards a reorganization, that reorganization will be to the benefit of PIMCO and the hedge fund. It is, and if it is to the benefit of PIMCO and the hedge fund and they take over PG&E, they're going to wipe out whatever is left of the stock, there is no government interest or, or want to keep PG&E alive, mainly because it's had these issues. This is the difference between Dean Foods and PG&E, right? People want the assets of PG&E. They're lucrative. Furthermore, PG&E hasn't been managing the business the best way possible, hasn't been updating their equipment. They've been getting away with it, not because they're slumlords, but because prior governors and prior political office in California has allowed them to. So they haven't focused on increasing their um, safety protocols. So here you have it, right? You have a situation where a stock keeps fluctuating. In some cases, someone will look at it like, oh man, PG&E is up 15% today. Oh man, PG&E is, is making some moves. You sure you want to short this? And you have the other side of where you know what the information is. This is that research that you have to do when dealing with these companies and dealing with bankruptcies or dealing with anything. Not to say that everything that I'm trading or looking at has to do with bankruptcy, but what I'm looking for is leverage. A lot of times what people don't see and what I'm able to return is that I catch situations that allow me to leverage. I zero in on where the opportunity is. And when I get that opportunity, I go very, very, very big. Because the other side of it is that I don't need to make a thousand percent on my money. I could simply make 20, 30, 40 percent. I walk away. In some cases, I'm lucky enough to make 100 percent, 200 percent. It happens. 
But what we're doing is we're seeing what the probability is. And the probability is PG&E does not survive this bankruptcy. There's no federal interest in this situation. The, the, the president talks about it a little bit, but he doesn't really give a damn. The state interest in this is to get it out of PG&E's hands and divest its assets. And the creditor's interest is to get it out of PG, PG&E's hands, take it over, divest its assets. <laughs> there's, a, there's a long road ahead for PG&E. And their hope is to get the shareholders and the bondholders to take their offer of extending the debts and reorganizing them. However, it is unlikely that is going to happen. I am short PG&E from all prices I don't care. I'm short all the way to $2. It will not survive. It's a wrap. This is LA Echo. Trade Talk. Take care.